You're listening to episode 173 of the Room to Grow podcast, and this is the final of the best of 2019 episode series because we'll be back with brand new episodes on Tuesday, January 14th. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And today is one of the Saturday biz slash podcasting episodes. (laughs) So on Saturdays, I tend to cover issues that relate more specifically to business, online business, uh, podcasting, starting a podcast, having a podcast, all of those different things. And today I'm going to talk to you about how an awkward introvert makes friends around the globe (laughs) because I fully identify with that title. I regularly will laugh and tell people that I am super awkward. I'm one of like the most awkward people I feel like I know, and I'm very much an introvert. And a lot of times, uh, people tell me that they don't necessarily see either of those qualities in me. And I'm here to tell you that I'm very much an introvert and I'm also very much awkward. (laughs) And the thing is is that why I'm making this a a business episode and podcasting, all that stuff is because I think that it relates really strongly to that because I talk a lot on this uh, podcast in general about, you know, connections and relationships and, and building really strong connections with other people. And there is no place that that is more important than in business and growing a podcast and building an audience and all of those different things, those things hinge on the power of connection and building those connections from a really genuine, authentic place. Um, I, I'm regularly mistaken as an extrovert. I'm told I come across as a, you know, kind of high energy, very outgoing, approachable, which is amazing. But that doesn't necessarily reflect how I always feel on on the inside necessarily. Um, At the same time, I think that I've gotten to the point where I've just become more comfortable being uncomfortable and putting myself in those situations where then I end up uh, making these really awesome connections and having a great time with it. And it just comes from a really genuine place because I just really enjoy getting to know some of these people. And I've had so many questions since I started traveling months ago, um, full time, you know, how are you meeting all these new people and and what are you doing to make this happen? And you know, how is it that you're making friends all over the place, like relatively quickly and stuff like that. And I'm the first one to tell you, I never thought, and, and I still don't really think innately of myself as being someone who necessarily makes friends super quickly. Or, or extremely easily or anything like that. I've never really identified with that title. And yet I seem to be able to do it with more ease than I even give myself credit for sometimes. So it sounds odd, but I, I've given this a lot of thought over the last couple of months because it's come up so often in conversation with people as I've been traveling. And I, for anyone else out there who feels a little bit awkward and you know maybe feels like, 
the extroverts have all the advantage or something like that if you're an introvert uh, in terms of making friends and, and new connections and stuff like that. I just want to assure you that there are multiple ways to do things and how I do things is might be very different from somebody else, especially someone who's maybe an extrovert or something like that. But it seems to be working really well for me because I have been blown away at, at the number of just amazing humans that I have come into contact with and been able to connect with. Uh, some of them I've, I've even started like some business and, and podcasting relationships with and stuff like that. And it's just really powerful, but that's not how I enter the relationships either. And I think that that's a really important differentiation is that when we're constantly looking for, oh, you know, that next business connection, that doesn't feel like it's coming from a, from a really positive, genuine place for me. Because to me, it's more about just getting to know a, a person, just getting to know a human as a human. And then if that turns into other things, amazing. That's fantastic. That's like a bonus. But I am, I, I hold much more dear the actual relationship itself, whatever that looks like. And I always want to make sure that I'm coming at it from that angle. And truly though, if it ever looks like things come super easily to me socially, don't be fooled. <laughs> like sometimes they do, but A, that did not come naturally to me and took many years of practice. And B, I often still feel very socially awkward and will replay those, you know, those cringeworthy moments <laughs> that we all have. I will replay those in my head sometimes later on having those why did you choose that moment to say that super weird thing? <laughs> I will have those moments in time regularly still, trust me. Don't, don't you worry, you're not alone in that. And yet, here in Bali especially, it's been pointed out to me that I seem to have a knack for bringing people together from various circles and creating new friendships that might not have existed otherwise. And when this was pointed out to me multiple times by multiple people, I started to think back a little bit. and. After, after I put some time into it, I thought, you know, back in high school, I was the one who didn't really fit in anywhere. I was friends with various cliques and groups and circles, but I, I wasn't really in any of them. I was kind of like this weird middle person in the middle that kind of floated between groups. And yet I often ended up being the random connection that would bring together different groups of people or individuals who normally would never have really crossed paths. So it seems to come somewhat naturally to me, and, but I didn't even notice it until recently. And I'm gonna break this down into a few different things that I want you to consider when it comes to making new connections and making new friends and stuff like that because a lot of times, first of all, it's the little things. I'm gonna give you some like multiple examples here of how it, it really is just about the little tiny details and, and just the small things that it doesn't have to be some giant big gesture to make friends with someone. It can sometimes be the smallest little thing. For example, the gym that I go to here in uh, Bali, I've talked about it a couple times on the podcast. I can reference it uh, in the show notes and it's just a really great community. So a really cool place to meet people and everyone is very friendly. It's, it's fantastic. It's a lot of fun. And I made a friend there, Luke. I will offer, also reference him in the show notes um, and his now wife, Claire. And But I hadn't really met Claire. I'd only met Luke because Luke was the one who came to classes and we would chat sometimes and joke around. He would try and interfere with my 
with my one rep max deadlifts and make me laugh while I was trying to lift. It was a whole situation. <laughs> but he would always post in his Instagram stories about his wife, Claire. And she just looked like the sweetest, cutest human. Like just the, the most beautiful attitude. She'd always be giggling. She just looked like so much fun. They clearly had a blast together. And she loved chocolate. Luke would constantly be posting about the fact that she was always eating chocolate. And as some of you may know, I consider myself a bit of a chocolate connoisseur myself. Not actually. <laughs> I just really like eating it a lot. <laughs> and I had finally found a chocolate bar here in Bali that I absolutely loved. And it was this dark chocolate with sea salt. It was just really, really good. I was super addicted to it. I thought, you know, I bet Claire would really like something like this. So I took in a chocolate bar with that particular chocolate bar to give to Luke at the gym one day. And I said, give this to Claire. And I'd also messaged him before. And I was like, you know, <laughs> your wife is just the cutest ever. <laughs> like if she has an opening for a BFF, you let me know because I am open and available to filling that position. And they, he, he was surprised that I had brought in chocolate. He took it home to Claire. I ended up having lunch with them. Uh, later that day, they invited me to go for lunch with them. We were chatting and we've just been like really good friends ever since. And I adore them. And all of that came from just a few DMs, like basically saying hi and a chocolate bar. And I didn't go into it like with a, a underhanded, sneaky, like, oh, how, how do I get these people on my side? <laughs> It's not, it's not what it was like. I'm like, I like chocolate. This girl clearly likes chocolate. I want to share the chocolate love. That was literally the only thing that I had in mind from that. I wasn't expecting anything. And that's where we need to really manage our expectations as well. But something beautiful happened to bloom from it. And they're amazing. Something else, thank you notes. I've mentioned this on the podcast before as well, that when I have podcast guests on, I always send them a handwritten thank you note. Again, I'm working on a new solution now that I'm traveling because very difficult. I don't really trust the Indonesian mail system. <laughs> so that's a different thing, but I am working on something else. Uh, you know, a little something to send to podcast guests instead, uh, that will be like more North American based or something like that. But a, a simple thank you note, even if it's just hand delivered too, if it's somebody that you see on a semi-regular basis, maybe you can hand deliver them a, a handwritten thank you note. That shit goes a long way, such a long way. Give a genuine compliment too. You know, if somebody's wearing a cute outfit and you like, you like it, tell them. You could light up their entire day. They might have been standing in front of the mirror earlier, putting on a new pair of, of pants and thinking, oh, you know, this is not my usual style. I don't know if I'm really into this. Um, you know, having all of those doubts that we often have with a new outfit or something like that, you could absolutely make their day with a simple compliment. And it doesn't have to be about the way they look, by the way. It can be about something amazing that they did or something that they're really good at, some skill that they have. Tell someone that they're good at that. Let them know when you see that happening. We've all been on the receiving end of a compliment that just absolutely lit us on fire. And it's the little things like that that go such a long way. Something else, engage in conversation with your Uber driver. <laughs> so if you have an Uber driver, I encourage you to engage in conversation with them. And listen, we're all going to have those days where we don't want to talk to people. I have those days too, where I don't, I don't want to talk to my Uber driver or anybody else for that matter. And then I don't. But if you're feeling feisty, have a conversation with your Uber driver. This is really interesting because I, I have started speaking. Uh, there are a couple Uber drivers in particular that, um, one of them I had a 45 minute drive with from the airport in Sydney. And by the end of the drive, 
I had helped him come up with a business plan for a brand new venture, given him an idea. We'd come up with like, like a whole little plan for it. He was amazing. We had such a great time. Then there was another Uber driver that I might actually have on the podcast. <laughs> and because he started telling me about what he does for work and just this incredible cause that he has about working with homeless. And I said, give me your card. I want to talk to you more about this. So he might actually be a guest on the podcast coming up. Um, I, there's just, you never know someone's story until you actually start to engage with people a little bit. Another example, my Airbnb host, one of my Airbnb hosts in Hawaii, my host, Jesse, my laptop broke down. Uh, you can reference episode 142 for more on that and why I cried in an Apple store. <laughs> and I got to my Airbnb the day I found out I was going to have to fly it to, uh, fly my laptop to another Island to the Apple store. And I just mentioned it to him in passing. And he said, Oh, I'm, I'm flying to, to Oahu tomorrow. Do you want me to take it? I'm like, pardon? <laughs> what? <laughs> and he took my laptop to the Apple store. Not only that, but then he actually stuck around and waited at the Apple store for the, the FaceTime um, call with, because they wouldn't let him uh, leave my computer there until they'd spoken to me. Like just amazing. And these, these I, I'm not special. These people are everywhere. And these connections are waiting for you to reach out and grab them essentially. And to make that a friendship, a relationship of some kind. I made a fantastic friend in, in the sauna here in Bali, when I overheard her telling someone she used to be a dog sledder in the backwoods of Alaska. And when she was done speaking, I piped up and said, I had to know how she had ended up going from living going from that to living in Bali, which is basically the epitome of the complete opposite lifestyle. All of this is leading me to say, be interested in others, be truly interested again, not just for the sake of like making you know, some connection that could uh, build a business for you or, or make you money or something like that. No, be truly interested just because you're human and there's another human and you both have very different stories and you both have very interesting things to say. You both do. And a lot of times I'll hear people say, and I've had this thought about myself as well, you know, like, well, I'm not interesting. Like I'm, I lead a pretty boring life. I've said that so many times. <laughs> that I lead a pretty boring life. Like, and I, I, I've heard a lot of people say things like that, but we all have an interesting story to share. We all do. And not only that, but recognize how much you have to learn from other people and be interested to learn from them. People often will come into our lives for all kinds of different reasons, but they're all there to teach us something. And everyone has an interesting story. I promise you, even if you think your story is boring, it is not. It definitely is not. It's funny too. I find that when people are traveling and talking about meeting all these cool people with interesting stories, it's more about the fact, I think that when you're traveling, you're more likely to ask more or to ask better questions and get to know people on a deeper level in my experience, because when you're traveling, it's when you're usually more open to getting to know others or having new experiences and, and, along with being more open to the questions that others might ask you too. It's not that only interesting people travel or that you have to travel to be interesting. I think that it's, it's more about the fact that when you're placed in situations where almost everyone involved wants to actually have a little bit deeper conversation 
or come across a random connection like that. Because when we're on our home turf, we, we can kind of get stuck in these ruts, you know, feeling like we, we already have enough friends and we don't need more and our set schedules that we don't want to change, the same patterns, habits, routines that we always have, the same route to work. And routines are amazing. Listen, I'm not bashing routines because I function best on routine. And being super out of routine at times has felt disorienting and has made me fairly unproductive sometimes. So I am not bashing routines whatsoever, but it doesn't mean that, that then we can't be open to shaking things up a little bit. And again, it doesn't have to involve traveling. That can be all kinds of, of different situations. You can take a new class, you can try a new thing, you can be going to the same class you've always gone to, but just talk to someone new too. Like actually strike up conversation with somebody. It doesn't take much. There's people all around you. You just have to look for them. You have to open your eyes and not only look for them, but, but to be willing to let them in a little bit. Because when you open yourself up, that is what is going to change everything. It's funny too, multiple times over the years, I've connected with people in airports. Think about it. You have an awful lot of time to kill and not much else to do. And the areas where the gates are are normally somewhat small too, like depending on the airport. And twice over the years, I've made really strong connections with someone while boarding planes. Years ago, I actually made a friend while boarding a plane back from, uh, back to Canada from Paris. And even though he lived in another province, we stayed in touch and met up in Vegas a year later with friends and visited back and forth a couple times. And just the other day <laughs> I was boarding a, a plane and I met someone who said something about being Canadian when he caught a glimpse of my passport as I went to hand it over to be scanned. And in under five seconds, we realized we were both from Hamilton, Ontario. What? <laughs> what are the chances? We were in Manila in the Philippines and I randomly am standing beside someone from Hamilton, Ontario. And then he made plans to hang, like we made plans to hang out once we both got to our destination. It's a really small world and you have a lot more in common with other people than you think, but you'll never know it unless you're open to the connection. Something I really want to stress here, stop wearing a fuck you on your forehead. And again, I've been that person wearing a fuck you on my forehead. And sometimes there are days, like individual days where again, I'm not in the mood and I have a fuck you stamped on my forehead and that's okay because we all have those days. <laughs> We all have those days, but if you're, if you have that stamp on your forehead all the time, of course, you're not going to make new connections. You're not going to be able to make new friends. People can sense that vibe, that energy. It's very obvious, very obvious. So kind of what I mean by all this is like intentionally going out of your way to avoid contact with people too. And I mean, again, there's nothing wrong with all that. And I 100% have done this and will do this sometimes if I'm not in the headspace to chat, but things like taking out your earbuds once in a while. I mean, we walk around with earbuds in all the time, most of us. And again, I, I am often guilty of this and I have to remind myself sometimes, take the earbuds out. You will never have a conversation with anybody if you have your earbuds in. Put your phone down, look around, make eye contact, smile at someone just for the sake of smiling at someone. Instead of scrolling your phone while you eat, if you're eating alone, well, especially if, if you're eating with someone, but even if you're eating alone, put your phone down when you eat and appreciate your surroundings instead. There was an episode of Sex and the City where Carrie talked about the ability to go out on her own for a glass of wine or a meal without what she called her armor. 
And that's always stuck with me because <laughs> sometimes I'll be eating alone somewhere and I'll have my, my phone up and I'm scrolling it and I think, no, you know what? Like I'm using this as armor sometimes. And I'm almost protecting myself rather than just appreciating what's around me and enjoying my meal and savoring the entire experience. Stick around for a couple of minutes after a workout or a class, like attend an in-person event. There's so many different ways that you can just allow yourself to be open to the connection. It doesn't mean that you have to go wildly out of your way to start a connection. It can just be the very first step can just be opening yourself up to the possibility of listen, you can't wear things like earbuds 24 seven and then wonder why no one talks to you. You are begging them not to speak to you, not to mention you aren't putting in any effort to meet them even part way. Something else that's important, say yes more often. And listen, I'm all about saying that no when, when I need to. Those boundaries are important. You know, sometimes, especially as an introvert, I need to say no sometimes. And that's a really important skill to have. But saying yes more often, and again, allowing that space for the yes is going to be really important sometimes too. Especially when, you know, if you're trying to make new friends, say yes when it comes to going to new events, trying new things, doing things that are again going to make you super uncomfortable, super uncomfortable. The first couple times that I got invited out with friends here, I, I thought, oh my God, am I going to have anything to talk about? Like, especially if it was just me and one other person in a group, you know, you can hide a little bit more easily, but if it was just me and, and one other person, I'm like, what if there's that awkward silence? I have to tell you, usually there isn't. And if there is, it's fine. You'll live. It's not going to kill you. <laughs> it's, it's just not going to make or break you. And did it ever occur to you that the other person probably feels awkward too? There's a good chance about that. Most of us end up feeling a lot more awkward than what other people would ever realize about us or what we would necessarily let on. And it's not that I hide my awkwardness. It's that I just don't necessarily sit down at a, actually I do. <laughs> Sometimes I just sit down at a table and we'll just flat out say I, I'm pretty awkward, <laughs> but not everybody is going to do that. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that they don't feel awkward. Some of us are just more open about the fact that we are awkward, you know, just more open about it verbally, but all of us feel awkward sometimes. That is a universal thing that every human I've ever come into contact with experiences. Don't be afraid to laugh at yourself too. If, if this episode, even the title of the episode hasn't given that enough, or hasn't given that away enough already, you, you need to be able to laugh at yourself a little bit. Because when we take ourselves too seriously, it's no fun for anyone, least of all you. Like crack a smile, make a little joke, like laugh when you trip because it's usually genuinely funny. Lighten up sometimes and life might not always feel quite so heavy. I'm <laughs> relatively well known in virtually every single that I run in that I'm clumsy as fuck. <laughs> Just the other day, as an example, I fell off a box jumper thing at the gym when I was stepping off of it after pull-ups and just about died laughing at myself. Or there was also another day, I think a couple weeks ago where I was jumping rope and it, the, the rope whipped my ponytail so hard across my face, my face that it stung and it hit me in the eye. <laughs> it's just the little things, right? It just laugh at yourself sometimes. There's no need to be super embarrassed when, when you trip. And I mean, yes, there are of course those moments where like, it is the most awkward moment to trip and then you trip. Trust me, I've had all of those moments. <laughs> 
you turn beet red, it's a whole situation. I'm not saying that you can't, it, you know, that you should never uh, be embarrassed because of course that's just going to happen sometimes, but sometimes just laugh because you might trip, but I guarantee you somebody else has tripped too. We've all tripped at that super awkward moment. Trust me. All of this is really going to make you really uncomfortable as you're stepping outside of your comfort zone a little bit, but getting uncomfortable is going to build confidence in yourself too. It's going to help you establish for yourself that you can survive in new scary environments. And truly, I want you to just kind of embrace the suck. Like things are going to suck sometimes, but just embrace it. Like when you're in a class and they tell you to partner up and you inevitably cringe. Oh, I still do that. By the way, as soon as I'm in any type of class or environment or anything, even if I know people in the class, as soon as they say partner up, my immediate thought is shit. <laughs> my next thought is who the hell am I going to partner up with? My, my thought after that usually is, okay, even if I know this person and that person, what if they go with somebody else? Or what if they partner up together and then I'm left out and then I have to partner up with a stranger. Trust me. I still freak out when people say to partner up. I'm like, Oh God, really? <laughs> Do I have to? <laughs> so I want to tell you this to reassure you that as much as it might seem like certain people have, you know, just really mastered this whole making new friends thing and uh, getting uncomfortable and, and all of these, all of these things that we talk about, no one ever really masters it per se. In my case, anyway, I can only speak for myself, but I think that I have just gotten more comfortable with being uncomfortable. It sounds like a cliche, but I've just gotten a little bit more used to putting myself out there. And sometimes it's a great connection. Sometimes it's not. And it's fine either way. I don't, I don't put those heavy expectations on a particular person or a particular relationship nearly as much as I once did because I just recognize that I'm not for everybody. And that applies universally. My podcast isn't for everybody. Um, I'm not for everybody as a coach. I'm not for everybody as a friend, as a partner. I'm not for everybody. And that's fine because everybody isn't for me either. Like there are people that I, I wouldn't hire or I wouldn't really listen to their podcast. I wouldn't get into a relationship with them. And there's nothing inherently wrong with that. It's, it's just kind of a selection process, right? And there are always going to be different people that serve different needs for us and vice versa, but everyone isn't for everyone. That would make life really, really boring, really boring. But when you're getting super uncomfortable and putting yourself in all these situations, this kind of ties back to when I was talking about, you know, saying yes more often but still being very aware of when to say no, don't be afraid of setting boundaries, especially as an introvert, especially as an introvert. We need time to recharge because huge amounts of social interactions exhaust me because I'm, I'm an introvert. It takes a lot out of me. It takes a huge amount of energy for me to navigate those situations. And I have to have some alone time to kind of recharge my own battery after stuff like that. And part of that is getting comfortable in your own skin. You know, boundaries are a practice in this and being okay with saying no to things without either having FOMO or without feeling guilty, like you're letting people down too. And that takes time. And that guilt about letting people down 
is normal, by the way, especially when you're first learning to set more boundaries. Um, there's a couple episodes that I've done on boundaries about uh, keeping healthy boundaries and stuff like that. I'll reference in the show notes for you to go check out as well. Um, they've actually been very popular episodes. People seem to want to learn a lot more about boundaries, but people can smell desperation too, just like any other situation. So it's important to practice being comfortable with yourself and in your own skin so that the friends and connections you make are a bonus, but you're still perfectly capable of being a functional human on your own. You need to, to learn to be okay with that and not being dependent on others to provide all of your needs. You need to be okay with, with being you as you on your own and by yourself. And then that's going to just let in all of these even more beautiful connections because people will recognize that in you and make the first move. This is how I kind of want to wrap this up. Yes, this is uncomfortable because we're risking being rejected. Like, listen, being re- fear of rejection doesn't just apply to romantic relationships. No one wants to be rejected, even from a totally platonic friendship. Like, but you can ask a simple question too. This is how you can start this and start the first move. You never know where a super simple question might lead. Ask where someone is from, why they chose to come to this particular place. What brought them here? Their favorite place to eat or class to take or you know, where they got those cute workout pants. Like be observant and look around, look around you. This is where some of those questions might start to come up. And again, all of this comes from being genuinely interested. Don't be that mean girl where, you know, she looks at, at the girl's skirt and says how cute it is and that it's vintage. Is anyone getting the references here? <laughs> and then as soon as the, the girl walks away, it, she says how ugly it is. No, no, we don't do that here. We are all about the, the genuine, real connection. Look for something real. Look for something that you can relate to on someone or something that maybe you can't relate to somebody about and you want to know more about. You want to better understand that about them. You want to understand why they showed up today. What gets them out of bed in the morning? And yeah, those questions, you know, if if you start to word them like that, uh, some people are open to that. Some people that goes like too deep, too fast. And you have to start a little bit more surface level to kind of get the feel from people. But this will come with practice. But practice is going to require you to make that first move more regularly. And then you're going to get some wins under your belt. You're going to get some more experience and you're going to start to feel a little bit less awkward. But you are still probably going to feel awkward for a long time. For me, I think I'm probably just going to feel awkward for life sometimes. (laughs) And I'm fine with that because I've just sort of accepted the awkwardness. It's fine. It's, I'll just call it part of my charm. I don't actually believe that it's, that I (laughs) have charm particularly at all. Um, I'm, I'm just joking about that, but it's, it's more about recognizing that all of us feel awkward sometimes. And all of us feel uncomfortable and all of us feel super weirded out about certain situations, but you can still make really awesome connections. And the bonus to all of this is that some of those connections might turn into something. It could be your next relationship. It could be your next best friend. It could be a business connection, a a podcast guest, um, someone that you I don't know, build a course out with it. You never know 
why people are coming into your life. But you'll never find out if you never get to know them. So allow yourself to be a little bit more open to these types of connections. And when it comes to making the first move too, it's a little bit of a caveat. If you're really, really uncomfortable about making the first move in person, if you're in a situation where you can start following them on social media and sliding into those DMs, that works amazingly too. There's all kinds of times where I've reached out to people, you know, I've met them maybe like really quickly in passing or something like that. Or, you know, when someone is like surrounded by a group of people and you can't really talk to them, even though you would like to, that's another situation where like you start following them on Instagram or something again, especially as an introvert, uh, not really all about those crowds per se. So that gives you a much better way to speak to someone one-on-one too, which can kind of help with the, the comfort level. And yes, being behind a screen can be helpful as well. Just don't hide behind your screen, you know, use it to your advantage when it can serve as an advantage, but don't hide behind your screen. You still need to be open to that, that more face-to-face connection. I hope that this has given you some insight into not, not really, I don't even want to call it a process because it's not something I really consciously think about, but I, I worked really hard to try and, and break this down into a bit of a process as much as I could and, and really thinking about how I actually do this and, and meet new people and stuff like that, because I do think that it's a really important skill and it is something that can be learned to some degree. You can absolutely start learning to make better connections and connecting with more humans. And it's, it leads to some really, really beautiful friendships and relationships, just amazing amazing things and where you will look back and think, what would I have done? Like, I can't imagine my life without this person in it, but that person never would have come into my life if I hadn't said hi that one day and asked them, you know, what their favorite chocolate bar was. You know, it's something that can start with the most simple little thing. I'd love to get your thoughts on this. I'd love to hear from anyone else who uh, also feels super awkward on a regular basis. Let's have a discussion about the awkwardness. So reach out to me over at uh, Emily Goff Coach on Instagram. Send me an email at info at emilygoffcoaching.com. I'd love to hear more from you on this and maybe some of the ways that you go about uh, meeting new people or making connections as well. And tell me about some of the, the amazing connections that you have made by making that first move or something like that. Like I shared a bunch of mine today And I would love to hear from you about some of the the really cool connections that you've made that came from something that you never would have thought would have led to anything. So let me know. And just remember too, this is all about really true, authentic connections. We are not seeking people out because of the number of followers that they have on Instagram. We are not, this is not what I'm about. This is not what my brand is about. We are not about seeking out people you know, because we see a flashing red opportunity that we could take advantage of, uh, with them. And I mean that in like, like a negative way. Um, we, we aren't about that here. This is about just human connection and establishing that connection and then see where it goes. And it might go nowhere and that's fine because lots of other connections that you make will go somewhere. There's always going to be both sides and that's fine because it makes you appreciate the ones that do go somewhere farther even more. And you'll look back and just be so grateful that you had that conversation with that one person that one time. 
So let me know how this feels for you. I'd love to hear from you about this and I will be back on Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. I'm so incredibly grateful that you took the time because it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so that I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with brand new episodes, and I am looking forward to growing with you.